I, I did one of those. Oh, it's like an episode of Breadcrumb. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, because I did that. I did the thing um, outside. And then I was like, I'm fine. I don't even feel it. And then I came in and, you know, I had to get. What was that? You're just <laughs> laughing about it as well. It's like phantom I had sounds. To, I had oh, you had to, to get a spoon. I, I had to get my snack time ready. And, yeah. um, I forgot how to use the microwave. <laughs> Wait, you put whatever... I'm so confused at what you have for snack night. You put whatever you had, you, you're having for snack into the microwave. Yeah. Oh, damn. My heart's beating like so fast right now. I'm just confused because, like, well, before you went to go do what you did, you know, like that, I was, uh, I was like assuming you had one thing, and now I'm just really confused to what you even have. So I might, I might be people walking by the window, <laughs> like paranoid. <laughs> um, no, I think you might be. You might still be right. You okay. might just. You might have forgotten that that how uh, uh, you know, oh, idiots be doing stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, you, I think you'll be like, oh, that is what I get, but I didn't realize you could have it warm. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things. Warm. I think you, I, I know that people will have warm sometimes, and I just think it's it's gross. It's, it just sounds like something people do in Britain. That's just disgusting. All right. Well, you didn't. <laughs> oh, well, you didn't have to talk about you don't my have to country. Come like that. You yeah. gotta come to my homeland. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Bob Trolls Cinecast, <laughs> presented by Uber and Trolls Cinema and the Breadcrumbs Collective. This is your host, John the Foster, and I am here with my. He he wanted to finally do this. He's he's a it's a black blackout boy. What did you call it the other day? <laughs> roofie the boy. Roofie, my roofie, roofie boy. Nathan? Uh, Phil, how's it going, Phil? Uh, where's your head space at? How you feeling? Is it chibi or shibby? Shibby. shibby. Are you shibby? I'm shibby. I, don't I know. forgot I... about shibby, to be honest. Yeah, so I did I. completely forgot that yeah. was a thing, and I'm pretty sure fr- my friends and stuff were saying shibby for a while, and I was just like, why? I've why? never heard How that. How did they ever the... try to make that happen? It's like, it's like fetch. Yeah, it's fetch. It is fetch. Like, it's not going to happen. Stop trying to make shibby happen. <laughs> yeah, because I've only heard it in this movie. Yeah. It felt like, you know, again, like one of the, like the writer doesn't know how young people talk. Yeah. Like they make up a Let's word. Let's make up a, like a word. I think it did briefly work as well, because I felt like there were people caught there too. were a few kids that I was friends with who tried to say shibby. Ah, shibby. It didn't yeah. last long. No. <laughs> kind of like people's memory of this goddamn movie <laughs> but i am um, yeah my headspace you're up in the clouds i'm up somewhere man that's good i mean this episode comes out on that day so I'm hoping it, like other people are listening to this and they're like <sighs> it's a holiday man oh, yeah. it's a national pastime so i not partake in it with the exception of sound effects <laughs> here we go But I'm stupid anyway, so like I'm gonna sound high, and then also I'm American, and um, and like I I don't talk like someone who's from where I'm from, so I sound like I could be from places where they do a lot of weed smoking, and um, I've smoked my fair share of weed, so that's probably why I'm dumb. Uh, <laughs> and uh, 
And uh, I'm good at making up music and dumb things to make things sound a lot more higher than they actually are. Or things, as you you know, you've even said to me, uh, music for people to get high to. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to translate well for this episode. I feel like I, I just so. got higher talking to you, but I am enjoying a um, Peroni yes, yes, yes. Libera. Uh, <laughs> 0.0% baby because I don't drink no more Liberia. so nothing's happening to me I'm just putting yeah. in like if you drink enough of it you get fucked up I'm right? putting like fucking carbs into my body for no fucking reason my body is a temple right now Phil and I'm destroying it I'm going in like fucking Kylo Ren and I'm jazzing all over the place I'm just jazzing all over the place I'm just dropping loads dropping all over, loads all over my body right now uh, but but you, you drink enough of those you get drunk right I mean, it's going to be hard. This is fucking sugar water. Yeah. It's like 0.0%. Yeah, big. It's fucked up, right? It's <laughs> like, not like, like no alcohol. You like, like, add like <laughs> that 0.0% if you have enough of them. <laughs> keep adding that 0.0% together. That's going to be huge. That's yeah. going to be that like eventually is gonna be huge. <laughs> You're gonna get fucking mad wasted <laughs> off this Liberia, bro. But wait, 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 wait. Because you said you don't sound like where you're from. Yeah. So what is like a Virginia accent? Can you do one for me? I mean, people do be talking like this from where they're <laughs> no, at. No, they don't. Like, yeah, man. People be talking like <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, man. They're, they're like, it's a bit of a mix because like some people will talk a little bit, it'll sound a little bit like the way I talk if I talk normal, but then they'll have a little twang to it sometimes, like mm-hmm. a little Southern mm-hmm. twang. Yeah. So this is sort of like how like, people talk from where I'm <laughs> from. Yeah, how? it's it's like, it's not always there, but then every so often there'll be like a little bit of a, a thing they might say that like sounds a little bit more Southern. And then some people, because it's I'm in the South, they really sound like this. And this is like no. how they talk. And <laughs> you know, they talk. it's just how it's the way of life down there. <laughs> it's the way of that, life down in the south. Y'all don't even way. know. I've been watching Atlanta, and I've been loving how like southern it is, and it's just like it reminds me of being in the south. I love, I love Do Atlanta. You miss the south. I love Atlanta now. I'm like getting into Atlanta and Mandalorian. Oh my god! I'm like three years too late for all these shows. But oh my cares? god. They're amazing, though. <sighs> um, I want this food so badly, dude. It's torture. <laughs> well, let's like, look. Like it's already on my food. Phil, like it was. Uh, it, like I was ready to go ahead, but you had to start asking me about like my fucking where I'm from, calling in a question. My fucking. I would. I'm so, so happy that you did yeah. it, though. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, I hope, ladies and gentlemen, you guys are doing well. It's a very special episode this week. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. Like literally, the 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 best special episode last week. Um, I'm not even saying it's the best, as in like I think it was good or anything. But it was just like it was less of me talking, and um, it was a special episode. And Phil wasn't on it at all. Did Mister Baseball? No. <laughs> <laughs> the Alex Winter episode went out. Last oh week. man, I can't wait to listen to that. We got to hang out with Alex Winter. Yeah, Phil, you're very high right now, but I'd like to like... I'm like medium high. I, I'd like to hear your experiences because we haven't really talked about it. To be honest, you and I talked like for 45 minutes before we hit record here. And mm. uh, we talked about everything but like 
the fact that we got to hang out with Alex Winter and we haven't even talked about how that whole weekend went and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, how did your experience go? <laughs> oh, oh, well, yeah. Um, yeah, Alex Winter came down, man, for a hot minute, you know, for a weekend and we worked him to the bone. He did, did a shitload of shows <laughs> for us. Um, but no, like it was just, he's one of the nicest people I've met at the cinema. Like yeah. he was just cool. And like, he had a kid with him and he like could tell he was like a fucking good dad. He was good with him and he was really nice to us. I got to thank him in person for donating to my fundraiser. Yeah. And he was so cool about it. And I got to sit in on one of his Q and A's with Ed Solomon as well. And like before, like we were just all hanging out, talking and like making each other laugh. And it was just really cool, man. Like I was only there for one of three nights. But yeah, it was, uh, in my experience, it was, it was like really smooth and easy. And yeah. nice. I know like the other days were a bit busy, but like it was just fun. And really, he just made it so fucking easy. And I just couldn't believe I was talking to Bill F. Preston. <laughs> but I want to know, because like we only, I saw you like before it happened. I know you like, you know, got more up close and personal with the man and got to have, you know, deep philosophical conversation. <laughs> and I want to know how it now went uh, for you. If anyone listens to last week's episode, they obviously got a bit of a taste of it because like the whole experience leading into it was literally like me trying to prep for that episode, mm. which I mean, it was like it was the in conversation event. And I'm like going through the man's entire career, basically. Uh, and I, cause I didn't know what we were going to be doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like, it was like, uh, Paul, like, cause obviously this was like, in a, like in plans years. I mean, it's been going on f- for a long time of trying mm-hmm. to get this thing going. And then, um, finally, like we were going to do it and then COVID happens and then no. Mm-hmm. And then once we finally got it planned and then there was another strain of COVID and then it got delayed again. But like once the whole like actual shows started to come up and then like Paul was like, Oh, there's an in conversation. And then Paul was like, Oh, do you want to host these things? (laughs) Cause it was sort of like soon after I did the Jim Cummings thing. And like, Mm. uh, I think Paul, like I, I, he wasn't there for it, but like, I guess Mm. like thought I did a good job with it or whatever. And it like, there was people saying nice things on social media. So it was like, Oh, do you want to handle a lot of this Alex winter stuff? And I was like, uh yeah sure <laughs> but i was very like apprehensive about the whole idea because it was a lot of shows yeah yeah and he luckily took the friday night but like i had to do the saturday and the sunday and i knew this in conversation thing was on the sunday and i was just like dude what the fuck is this in conversation thing gonna be because he didn't say so i like <laughs> he didn't come was, in and he was like this is what we should do yeah like i was putting this on online and like you know i'm putting the show on sale so i just kind of like wrote oh we're gonna be having a discussion with alex winter and his like you know about his career and his life because i was like i don't know what this in conversation is paul didn't say he just said oh it's <laughs> in conversation so i was like okay cool and then like so i just created it in my head i just like all right fuck it uh i'm gonna like treat it like it's a podcast episode i'm gonna like go through his career do all this research and then i was like well it's going to be boring if i'm like looking at my phone with like plot points to talk about through this like or talking points so i was like all right i'm going to create a slideshow like i did with good burger but make it a little bit nicer and more professional looking 
and have that on the screen behind me and I'm just playing uh, different pictures while we're going through all of his films and that would make it a little cool. bit more fun. And I talked shit about the slideshow at the beginning of the ep- like you'll hear it on the episode. And I was literally kind of making fun of the fact that I did a slideshow. <laughs> and people took photos every time a new slide it came changed. up. I was like, holy uh, shit. So fucking smashed thanks to all those people. Uh, if you for for whatever reason like were there and you wanted to listen back and you liked the podcast or the idea of the podcast and you're listening now and you're a new listener because of that. I'm sorry that you're about to get this bullshit. I'm sorry. But uh, also, thank you for uh, taking photos and enjoying that. I hope all of our regular listeners enjoyed it as well. Alex was super cool. He was, like, amazing, dude. He was one of the coolest people we've had. Because, like, we've had some people and we've had to hang out with some people. And sometimes it could be, like, it could be sad or awkward. But Alex Winter, like... You could tell he's just had a good adjusted adult life. You know, obviously exactly. there was some yeah. stuff that happened he was when like he a was younger. Kid. He was a showbiz yeah. kid. Uh, he's been open about his experiences of like, you know, some unsavory things happening to him as a child, um, which sucks. And um, he's like, seems so well adjusted now. And just like you said, a great dad. His kid was fucking cool and hearty as well and hanging out like just the whole time. And it was really sick. And, uh, yeah, he was just like, he was just cool, man. He was just so chilling down the earth. And we were, we had moments where we were just sitting in the office, just talking about films and, mm. and the world and all that. And he was just cool. It was like awesome. Cause like sometimes you deal with some people that are like either really sad or and I'm not going to name names. Um, <laughs> but you deal with some people that are really sad or they're slightly <laughs> divas or, you know yeah, what I mean? Like for sure. Yeah. Or a blend of both. They're Rex Manning, you know? Yeah. There are Rex Manning's absolutely. No, 100%. but he had like, you know, and like the, with all the projects we like showed that obviously he did Bill and Ted freaked and, um, the Napa and stuff. It's just like, he'd had such an eclectic career and he seemed like very content with what he'd been involved in and what he gets to do. And like, listening to Q and A, like the one I was now with Bill and Ted specific to that, but like hearing about how they made that and coming up on that, it was like, this dude's like an indie artist, like yeah. through and through, like, yeah, just like had, had such cool, interesting career that like let him, you know, like appeal to multiple kinds of audience. Yeah. Definitely. You know, like the Bill and Ted crowd were like a real mix of people and that auditorium, dank of weed <laughs> <laughs> especially on a friday night yes. oh god for a triple feature as well because i came in first what thing, a dream night man <laughs> <laughs> the first thing uh i did was the triple feature but it was in the morning and then mm. we had we had some like bill and ted solo shots uh the next well like in the evening and then one the next day but the one the next day was in the morning as well so yeah it was mostly just like dudes who dudes who were like you know into bill and ted and they had yeah. their kids with them <laughs> uh, like, i want to show you this shit this is my kid like, it was literally one guy who was like this is my kid and like i just want to thank you guys for creating these two characters because like i and also i should thank my wife because she allowed me to do it but <laughs> this is like i named my kids bill and ted and this is bill oh. this is bill right here <laughs> It's just like fucking weird. And this kid's like, what, who the fuck is Bill? Yeah. But yeah, no, it was cool, man. He's He was cool. Ed Solomon was really nice as well. Um, he was, yeah. And he's like, 
it's solid. You got a little tip scene. Insane, of dude. It's like yeah, man. Men in his, Black. Men in Black. He wrote on uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> like yeah. he's done some cool movies, man. So he yeah. just did no sudden move. As yeah, well. it's insane. It's almost cool. crazy, but you know it was really cool, and uh, I was exhausted after it because holy shit, it was like twelve hours the first day, and then like or like over no, it was like thirteen hours the first day, and I think like maybe twelve the second day. It was just a really long weekend, mm-hmm. and my body was aching after because I haven't done those kinds of shifts in a long time. But it was also really good because it was a very busy weekend for the cinema, which is always great. And uh, the first time it felt that busy since we've reopened. And Mm. also, like, it got a lot of the new staff who aren't used to doing that sort of stuff, like, involved in a really big event. And also with someone who is really cool. Like a taste of room week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Way better. Yeah, way better. So it's like, I, and I was trying to tell him, I was just like, you guys just don't know. Just wait. <laughs> like, if you think this is busy, it is. It's very busy. But like, just wait. You have no idea. Until you have to like pick up a billion spoons and you're dealing with someone who's not as nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil, well, let's, we beat it around the bush enough. Uh, happy 420, <coughs> man. Happy 420. Happy <coughs> 420. We're finally doing it. Yeah, chuck down some Libera. Libera? Libra? Hey you, are you the loser of the group who doesn't party? Not anymore! Whether you're the designated driver, you don't drink because you're a religion, or you have daddy issues, no judgment here, we've got just the thing to wet your whistle. Peroni Libera! Libera! It's the 0.0% alcohol-free lager, just some good old water, hops, malted barley, maize, and natural flavorings. Libera! And it comes in the signature Peroni green bottle, so your friends won't suspect you're a narc. Libera! We'll be back later to tell you about the Peroni Libera 0.0% stacking system. It's just a life hack to get you drunk on alcohol-free beer that you've been waiting for. You don't want to miss it. Libera! We were sitting there like talking about two of the best donors ever uh, in Bill and Ted. And now we're like turning our attention to something else that we've promised for the longest time. We did it. We finally did it. Zoltan! Zoltan! <laughs> and, uh, oh, God damn it. I just think we should just go ahead and get it over with. <laughs> we got to do it. We got to do it, man. All right. So in honor of 420, it's April the 20th. This episode's going out. Um, and we always do fun stuff at the cinema on that, which I wish we were talking about because we've never done an episode for it that's actually playing on 420 at the cinema this year. But we're dumbasses. Uh, and we're doing something that may never play at the cinema. I'd be very surprised. <laughs> I think we played it. I think we played it at least one. Yeah, I can't remember out of all the years I've been there. I'm sure it's played. Um, but anyway, Phil, what stoner movie? <laughs> oh, what man. stoner movie are we talking about? Dude with my car. <laughs> Which car, dude? Which car, dude? Dude with my car. Last night, Jesse and Chester had the most unforgettable time of their lives. But this morning... Dude, where's my car? They can't remember a thing. It's Christy Boner. The hottest of the hot. Hi, 
Josie. I had a really good time with you last night. Uh, have you seen my car? Well, I saw the back seat. Oh, I'm talking about the whole thing. Now, the only way to find their car. No way we were here last night. Look, it's Jesse and Chester. <laughs> is to find out what they did and who they did it to. Dude, you're a dude! Last night. You guys got more important things to worry about. Where were you between the hours of midnight and 2 a.m.? We don't remember. Hey, leave him alone. He doesn't know anything. We're the recipients of instructions from outer space. Last night, you were in possession of the Continuum Transfunctioner. Hey, have you guys ever been to Uranus? Go ahead and laugh. We are used to being mocked. Okay. <laughs> are you Jesse and Chester? I don't know, why? Perhaps we will give you pleasure. That's us! Right here! If you give us the Continuum Transfunctioner. 20th Century Fox presents... The ultimate... It's llama. Stand very still. In High Adventure. You got a tattoo! So what did you do? What does my tattoo say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! Dude, where's my car? What does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude! What does mine say? Sweet! Jesse and Chester, two bumbling stoners, wake up one morning from a night partying and cannot remember where they parked their car, which prompts <laughs> them on a journey to find it. Along the way, they encounter a variety of people who include their angry girlfriends, Wilma and Wanda, you know, the twins, whose house they trash, an angry street gang, a transsexual stripper hounding them for a suitcase full of stolen money, uh, an ostrich <laughs> who's French. Yes, dude. And uh, a, a, a really annoying scene where they're at an Asian fast food joint and there's someone who's being really annoying from the fucking <laughs> talking box. Um, yeah, Phil. <laughs> oh, there's a lot more as well. There's actually too much going on. It's oh, yeah, the, man. 2000 stoner comedy mystery directed by Danny Leaner, who also directed <laughs> Harold and Kumar go to White Castle or AKA get the munchies. This dude has oh, yeah. created two like kind of roughly in the same generation, but kind of almost in different kind of different yeah, times, yeah, sure. but two very important stoner comedies. Yeah. Um, and I two wish modern day Cheech and Chung. Yeah. And I wish we were talking about the other one. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> And it's written by Philip Stark. Phil, hot takes out the gate. Dude, where's my car? Dude, where, where, where is you, it, man? Where is it? Um, We're finally doing it. We're doing it. Dude. When did this die? I feel like it was like an email from Yeah, someone. I was trying to find the email and I can't remember like I feel like, where like we teased it a few times, maybe doing it on Patreon. And we've, I think that Dalton won an episode for the last year. Um <laughs> 
Yeah, man. It, but it's finally, it's finally happening. Finally happening. I mean, you, you, you missed out one of the best things in the movie. I'll leave it until we get to cast. But you know, a very special. So we, I've done like kind of fuck all for this episode, so uh, you, you may as well just go ahead and go for Fabio it. Fabio is in this. Movie oh no, no. Again. I, yeah, I've got that. I've got yeah, that. Fabio. Of course, I'm, I'm not a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but this is man eerily reminiscent of Bubble Boy. I did not yeah. realize. And I, I was just thinking, man, I had a type when I was a kid. Mm. Like I clearly had movies that I liked, and this was one of those movies I loved and like wore to death on DVD. Yeah, yeah, had not aged that well, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> it's like just off the back of Alex Winter. It's another one of those like like Bill and Ted. It's a weird stoner film where they never get stoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just heavily implied. Yeah, you know, it's like each time they get to show a bit more weed. It's like Howard and Kuma, all just smoking, Pineapple Express is smoking nonstop. So we've evolved. And, you know, this it suffers because of that, but I'll move on. Yeah, it's weird. It, that is <laughs> it's an interesting thing to talk about because obviously in the 60s, or well, I guess it was the 70s, the 70s and stuff with Cheech and Chong smoking weed, they were like, smoke, they were totally smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and it was in that culture of like people laughing about like, uh, God damn it was Fritz the cat and stuff and like yeah, yeah, just weird yeah. weird other crazy like sexualized cartoons and mm. strange psychedelic drug shit, humor. drug humor, um, and all having a good time with like, you know, fucking get out of my train, how fucking watch your speed. You know, total deadheads <laughs> like controlling the fucking narrative of like what it means to be a stoner. Then it turned, yeah, it turned into this like MTV stoner thing where it had to be mm. like very clean and stuff for a bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like Beaver Head, that's another one. Yeah. But like I'm I totally I think it works better if they're actually fucking getting stoned. Sorry, I We'll get back no. to that, but like, yeah, no, what were you but saying? That is, that's the thing. That's just immediately something to, you know, pick out. But I don't know how to feel about this movie. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to defend, like, it's very much like Bubble Boy and this, like, weird, off-the-wall, cartoonish, like, alternative comedy from the 2000s yeah. that, like, it's rampant with a fent of humor. Yeah. And like the you know we're trading you know hot chick racism not was it racism it was sexist I feel like we're usually racist where we're a, talking yeah, about yeah there was a bit of racism going on in uh yeah. in the hot chick I obviously they were doing a bit of like the it was like homophobia and then in blurring into the transphobia um, and this this movie this, had that in spades yeah but uh, <laughs> I forgot but all about like that like the hot section. chick it's very like its tone is very all over the place. Yeah, there's some moments yeah. which I think we we could talk about, like when we get to different characters and different scenes that like happen in this film, where it's like it feels like like the hot chick. It feels progressive of like maybe what they were trying to go with, but at the same time, there's other stuff. You're just like, oh god damn it, dude, god damn this. But I don't know. I'm sitting here. It's 2022, and I thought we were living in a very like you know compared to what this bullshit's you know, what's going on in this bullshit, but I think everyone's stuck in the year 2000 now mm. um, when I'm looking at modern day Twitter and everyone's just like having like an issue with like a very, very, very small sector of society of transgender people and basically calling them fucking like pedophiles and groomers and stuff. 
And I'm just like, you motherfuckers are tweeting about this, but you probably never even met a transgender person in your entire life. And you think it's this big fucking moral corruption. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what do you want? You want to just go back to the year 2000 where everything's just fucking dude, where's my car? Like, <laughs> sorry, I feel like I'm going. Everything. Going fucking, on a rant. I'm going on a rant because I hated this movie. <laughs> I <laughs> legitimately hated this movie. You hate it. Watch. This is the worst uh, shit about like. 2000s the like yeah. this stuff i you know sorry i derailed i'd like interrupted your uh <laughs> no, your no, hot I, think takes. I, th- I think i'll I go i was stewing a bit i'm like i just needed to get it out i hated this movie <laughs> I, I was actually happy that you like that it was over that, well i was like yeah and i was happy that you were sort of like not going to defend it no no i'm not going to defend it i will only say like it still really made me laugh in the scenes I remembered, yeah, there's all the some shit scenes. I didn't remember. There's some scenes that I fun. with it with all the shit that I was like, "What the fuck?" Like that's awful. I I, compl- I blocked out all of that stuff, but like, <laughs> you know, like the scene, the tattoo scene still gets me, and them like fucking with the cult, like popping their suit, yeah, still gets that me. stuff's and funny. the French guy still gets yeah. me. I'll, but I'll give you I'll give you uh the cult <laughs> most of the cult stuff's funny. Zoltan's yeah. hilarious. Uh there's some people in it that I completely forgot were a part of it. Yeah. Um I'll give you a uh, French guy, the whole French guy and Andy Dick freaking a cage. Yeah. Uh great. Very funny. <laughs> but a lot of I don't actually to be honest, tattoo scene like I was waiting for it and I knew it was coming up and obviously we joked about it before we, you know, the end of the last episode and stuff, which by that point, actually, because the way we're recording this, I might've already seen it and I yeah. thought we were going to record that episode then, but we didn't, but whatever that's behind the scenes. Nobody needs to know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, I, I was like anticipating this thinking it was going to be funny mm. and it got very old really quick. Like I was like, dude, this isn't as funny as I remember <laughs> No, and like watching it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, don't. Yeah. I was sober, but you know, I can usually tell if like, oh, this would be a fucking good stone of flick. And like, oh man, like, I feel like the joke went in quite quickly. There's some good themes, like the, like the ones I mentioned and like the hand under the fucking window, like <laughs> stuff like that, like still got me. And I was like, oh, that's good. But like in between you're trudging through like really boring, like offensive, outdated shit. And yeah, there are moments where like, it does like, you know, prove to be better enough. It has some, it, it's really weird. It's authentically fucking weird movie yeah. where they end up fighting a giant woman with like a little ball and like, you know, and it got all these weird things going on. It's just so much of it is entrenched and like, just like it. And it's just, it's on the cuff. Like, I feel like the characters aren't that shitty, but they're like the script is making them be shitty. Yeah. Yeah, just no, they handled so much of it badly. Like the joke is just in the wrong place, it's coming from the wrong place, where it's seemingly trying to hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then some are just, you know, I think innocently, like dumbly, like offensive and still funny. Like them doing the rap video halfway through. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, like it's just like, what the fuck? That's so like Ali G, like 2000. Like, yeah. That could just happen in a comedy. Then then the scene like in the car with Fabio. Like that's a great scene. Yeah. And that push it. That's what I mean. Like the for moments you're like, that's 
funny and cool and subversive, and then it's just like it's back to the old. Yeah, that's kind of what I meant. That was a that was one of the progressive scenes where I'm like, okay, well, this is like that in the way they handle the scene with Fabio in the car. This is going to be all over the place, and I don't care. Um, The Fabio episode, the Fabio scene, like him showing up, I was like laughing. I was so happy. I I completely forgot. Yeah, like I can't remember. I, I might have actually already watched it when you sent me a message about, dude, this is like Bubble Boy all over again. It literally, yeah, there's a cult, there's fucking Fabio. Yeah, there's a cult, there's Fabio. But then, but then, like, when, yeah, Fabio shows up, that scene, I mean, like, I was like, oh, God, here's Fabio. He's not getting hit in the face with the fucking, like, bird. Then I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about it. But, like, then they, like, they start making out, and I was just like, that's actually that's really funny. funny. Really funny, it's funny, and fucking good. Charlotte playing it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they don't play it off like it's gross either. Like they just go no, for it, exactly. and it's like great, like cool. Like in the year two thousand, that's awesome. But like, because you know the people watching it, they fucking fat boy to be like, oh, it's and it's like, but you know, you sit there yeah. and like force them to look at it. It's funny, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Mm. But like, you know, it's just, it's just there's there's moments around it that are just strange. <laughs> Uh, fuck it. Phil, let's just get into this. Snack time! I'm desperate for good times, although it seems hopeless. But if we have a snack time, our hope will grow. Oh, it's oh, snack time. It's snack time. It's snack time. Zoltan, Zoltan yeah. edition. Should I go first? Because I'm already yeah, you're already you're already stuffing your face. <laughs> yeah, I can't, man. All right, so Jesse and Chester they uh, wake up right, and yeah. uh, they're all yeah. like super super hungover and stuff, and yeah. they discover something hey, in Gene. their their <laughs> fridge and in their cupboards. I'm assuming that's what you got. That's what I got. Is that what you got? No. <laughs> no. I got a lifetime supply of pudding yeah. by getting a hole in one. You got the hole in one. Those twins are funny. <laughs> <laughs> the lifetime supply of pudding is better in Punch Drunk. Punch Drunk Love, which is the movie I actually got pudding for. And I completely. Yeah, that's how bad I've, this movie is that I like didn't even think that, like, oh yeah, pudding. <laughs> there's a lot of pudding in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought so i have pudding mm-hmm. it's goo it's goo pudding g-u with the umlaut Ooh. i don't know how you say it goo put the and it's like gow. a it's like a gow. i'm just it's, making it up i don't yeah goy goy it's the it's the it's a hot pud hot like pud. Chuck, yeah okay so hot pud is that why you put it in the fucking yeah, you put it in microwave for like 20 seconds and it's like warm and melty and gooey <sighs> i'm already halfway through it yeah it's great. It's exactly what I want right now. It's a good donut snack. That's good. Yeah. It does so much. There's so much. Sorry. Sorry there's not more noise. Well, you can. But wait, I'll try. <laughs> Just slurp it off your screen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Unless you're into that sort of thing. Well, it's cool. I got this is the ASMR moment everybody wants, and I've got something that's very noisy. Uh, okay. So, how many. Uh, Continuum transfunctioners are you given? <laughs> <laughs> I 
and its mystery is not only exceeded by its power. <laughs> How many? Uh, oh, um, fuck, man. As soon as he brought that Rubik's Cube out, I remembered that it was the continued transfusion. Oh, yeah, transfusion. I, I forgot too, I so much stuff, but I remembered that. I remembered that, yeah. yeah. That that should never leave you. Um, I give it, I mean, right now, because I'm a little stoned, and that's exactly what I wanted. Now I want something, you know, something. Not, savory. Yeah, I give it five. Um, I want, yeah, something savory. It's like, but usually it's the flip. Usually you're like eating chips and you're like, yeah. now I want something sweet. I feel like our snacks together are like a stoner's delight because I used to get really high and I would like, uh, with my friends and stuff back in the day and I would I would eat stuff that's very similar to what I'm about to pull out. Yeah, And then yes, yes. I would... I would main. I, I was going to say mainline it. I would fucking. Main. Cha- I would. Cha- uh, I would chase no. it with um, with uh, a chocolate substance. Uh, I, who was I talking about this with recently? It might have been with Dusty actually on Saturday uh, during the Alex Winter weekend. Me, Dusty, and I think Ryan were talking about like weird foods combos that were like really good. And I was like, oh, dude, fucking, it's insane. But. Uts, hit me, hit me, man! I'm so excited. Uts salt and vinegar chips, like potato chips, crisp. Uh, it's a very particular brand in America that is like it's the most acidic-y, like fucking salt and vinegar, like where it just starts to eat your mouth. It feels like, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. so good. And then <laughs> with fucking chocolate milk, it's oh, the most dude. bizarre combo. That is, it sounds disgusting, but it's so good. So good. Oh man. And it sounds like it would take years to practice before you found that right combination. <laughs> yeah. Like you just happen to be eating yeah. them and you're like, oh fuck, what do we got to drink? <laughs> Only chocolate milk. And you're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. And then you're like, actually, no, this is amazing. <laughs> this is the shit. Yeah, I think I, I was really high one night and I like went into a sheets and I got like a big bag of <laughs> uts salt and vinegar. And then like I what don't know milk? why I wanted fucking chocolate milk. So I got like a little teeny carton. And just like came out and I was just sitting in my friend's car and just waiting for somebody to come out and just like <laughs> pouring uh, it into the bag, making cereal. I was like, this is good. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got, yeah. What you got, man? I've got something that I thought I'd never done before. I've done a very similar thing before. And then I remembered that we did space jam and I'm pretty sure I had these before. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to remember because, like, I know for a fact, Space Jam episode, someone will have to, like, fact check me on this. But I know for a fact I got a Monster Energy drink. Um, yeah, Monster. Because for the Monsters. But I want to say that I cracked that bad boy open at the beginning. I think And you so. were talking shit it about it. Um, yeah, because I hate Monsters. And then, like, for the actual snack time, I'm pretty sure I had this exact same thing. So I am very sorry. But it's like, come on, man. It's a... It, this is a, a snack that I feel like um, people could really enjoy when they're really high watching this film. It is Space Raiders pickled onion flavor cosmic Dude. corn snacks. Dude. Because God tier. We've got we've got all the fucking space invaders in this film. It's a very cosmic story. So yes. Yas and queen. they look like little aliens, and that's cool. And then, you know, it's noisy. That crunch. <laughs> I can almost taste it, man. Yeah. I feel like these would be lovely with chocolate with milk as well. <laughs> Dude, I, I love Space Raiders, and that's so funny you brought that up. Like, I just got dusty into them. Like, we were coming home late, like, from a shift, and we parked by the corner shop, 
and I go in and buy crisps and I'm like, oh, Bait Raiders, you should try these, like, if you haven't. And she's like, no, no, like, like we were just like in this night in between a few crisps and she took a chance and like, we've gotten like a few times since, like, and I was like proud because it's like such a British, very British flavor, like yeah. the pickled onion, right? They don't really do pickled onion in America. They do yeah. like pickled, what? like dill pickled. You don't do what to those onions? You all pickle your onions? What the fuck is wrong with you? I pickle a cucumber, but I ain't no pickled onion. What the fuck? I don't get it. You got a pickle or an onion? What are you trying to give me? No, it's a, you know, like pickled onions. Goddamn boy. I don't know what you, what are you trying to give me? Is it a pickle or is it an onion? I ain't got no money. I'm not paying for the pickled onion. <laughs> pickled onion. Yeah, you try it first. All I wanted was an onion. You gave me a pickled onion. What am I supposed to put that on? <laughs> Space Raiders? Yeah, dude, I know I've done... I can't remember. I feel like I did Space Raiders before. I think you um, have. I definitely did Monster Munch, like, in the very early days of snack time on the podcast, because, like, you know, like... that, And that Again, was back when I used to bring the snacks for us to to have in person. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah. But anyway, Space Raiders is good. Um whatever you Good shot. How many shibbies do you give it? Uh, it's getting five shibbies and I fucking hate shibby. How many <laughs> I was confused by shibby and I hated it, but it's gonna how... get five. I should have said how many <laughs> like <laughs> blind kid counselor getting hit in the nuts. <laughs> I completely I completely forgot about that scene. I forgot that, that the really twins funny. the second one that was yeah. the bit I forgot I thought was really funny. I forgot the twins worked at that that fucking camp for the blinds kids and then oh, like oh god i yeah, completely the, forgot the about alien show up. the little kid reading the, reading the brow and then he just like goes up just to touch her tits i was like i hate oh, this that movie bad. yeah that bad. I, I was like movie. i hate watching this yeah but i really hate watching this julia was like, was like okay julia was despising yeah. this film. <laughs> julia was like nice <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> 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 uh, yeah you know blind kids love titties too man yeah. shit <laughs> That's what I was telling her, but I was just like, nah, this shit sucks. <laughs> no, for real, what, for real. What are you was, trying to say? That a blind person I, can't grab a titty shot? How are they going to know what they look like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Off the rails. This episode is out of control. Hey, hey, guess who? Now, earlier I promised you a secret to an alcohol-free super buzz, courtesy of Peroni Libera Super Stacking System. Libera! Now, how this system works is you drink a Peroni Libera, then you immediately stack it on top with another Peroni Libera. Libera! You continue stacking these up, and that 0.0% is going to add up and you'll be just as drunk as your friends in no time. Libera! Results may vary, but if you hold your breath, now this, now this is my personal secret, you hold your breath for two minutes and then you chug a Peroni Libera immediately after, you'll be floating on cloud nine in no time. Libera! No, no. What? That, that doesn't, that doesn't work at all. This math is completely wrong. What? What are, you, what, are, what are you talking about? This math doesn't work out, man. Like, what are you talking about? 0.0%. Like, if you add zero to zero, that's zero. It's still going to be zero. What? 
zero times zero, zero. It doesn't matter how many, how you're adding the zeros, it's always gonna be zero. No, 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 because I mean, it's like, if you keep, add, it's like, you know, if you keep drinking beers, you know, you're just gonna get drunk, you know? No, no, that's not how, that's not how this works. I mean, you can't, you can't just add zero to zero. That doesn't work that way. That's not right. That, that math isn't correct. Uh, I mean, come on, man. Like, you know, if you, if you're like, come on, you can't tell me, you're like, you're drinking nine, zero percent. Like, that's not going to be, like, at least a 9% beer by the end of the day. I mean, you can get pretty drunk on one 9% beer. No, I mean, it's zero and zero and zero. I mean, sir, what are you even doing on this podcast? Like, how how did you infiltrate this? I thought you belonged over there in that breadcrumbs bullshit. No one asked you to come over here into the Pottrell Cinecast. We don't do ads on this show. What are you, what are you even doing here? Well, come on, man. You don't have to get all defensive, pal. I mean, I'm just trying to bring your listeners something fun for 420. I, no one asked you to do that. I don't need you to be here on this podcast giving ads to my... I mean, come on, Peroni Libera? Like, what the hell are you even talking about? No one drinks that shit. You were drinking in the episode. Yeah, but I mean, I'm... That's me, but I mean, I'm talking about the listeners out there. They don't want to hear about this. Come on, man. Just give me my time, man. I was told I could go. Just get, go. Just go. You're not. You're not allowed back. Get out of here. No one wants you here. Go. All right. Yeah, but like, you know, the holding the breath thing, like, you know, if they hold the breath long enough, they'll, they'll feel high, right? That's that's right, right? I mean, yeah, maybe if they hold the breath long enough, like, they'll start to feel a little bit high. Cool, yeah, man. Like, at least we agree on that. Libera! You're bringing up, like, Bubble Boy. I know we shadow on Bubble Boy a I, bit, I defended but at the same Boy, time, though. I actually enjoyed Bubble Boy. And I think there it's was bits sweet. that I thought were, were stupid about Bubble Boy, but I feel like it's weird. Bubble Boy is a weird film where it felt like, even though there's a lot of like twists and turns and stuff, it's very like you feel very, I don't know, like singular with this character and you're on a journey with them. Mm. This film, I don't know. The characters weren't high, although they seem like they were. They get but they weren't like Donut. Yeah, but they get called stoners the whole time, but they don't ever, you don't ever see them getting high. (coughs) I wasn't high. Uh, Mm. So the whole time I'm watching this and it's like, it jumps, it's like all over the place. Um, There's so much going on. There's so many characters. Yeah, but nothing it feels like a bunch of shit had been cut out. Yeah. And also like put back together. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, it feels like nothing matters about it. And it's just like, dude, why am I watching this? It's very stupid. <laughs> just like, <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, I just, it's I wasn't based really off a true story, it. though. Yeah, it was based on the screenwriter Philip Stark's real life friends. But it was just the first part. It was literally the opening scene where they're like, dude, with my car. Yeah. It's not, it's not anything else. Yeah, it's like. I'm assuming. Well, I think, we, I think feel like we would have heard if the universe no one got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's several scenes I think that were based on and in, in things that maybe his friends had done. Mm. Um, so like based on them and maybe stories and stuff from his friends. But yeah, I don't know what what scenes there were. To be honest, it was actually kind of hard to find info about this film. I can imagine people quickly <laughs> forgot about it. Yeah, I wish they wish they did. I don't get it though. This film's actually kind of popular in the sense of like it well, was like a little following. Well, it was popular when it came out. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and I don't understand that. Oh no, I did totally make sense to hit at the time with that perfect sort of. I don't get it though. I think now weird, being like, thirty-two, like it's like part of that American Pie wave. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, because you had Stifler. I don't know. I tried to rewatch American Pie like a couple years ago. Uh, and I hated that as well, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, this 
fucking piece of shit, like, you know, story about these dumbass. I, that's the problem with this, to be honest, as well. There's there's bits about this film that are just stupid because it is literally the whole purpose of this story is like two characters who can't find their car. But the only reason why they want to find their car is because they apparently left presents for their girlfriends in the car. And if they give their girlfriends this present, they think they're going to get sex out of it. And it's just special like... Special treat. It's a special you mean treat. In code. Yeah. And actually, it turns out it's just like a, a really shitty beret. <laughs> Who cares by that point? Like, by that point, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot that's even, even the point. whole plot point. But yeah, like it's it's just like it's stupid. Like these films in the early two thousands where it's just two young idiot guys who aren't funny at all being led around like um on a fucking wild goose chase just to fucking get laid. It's just like, oh my god. I mean, I know they've been doing it since the dawn of fucking time with like movies about guys trying to get laid. I mean, mm. Porky's like Porky. um like tons of fucking eighties comedies. Mm. Uh but like Every it's just like it's just stupid, man. Like this one's just the, one of the dumbest films I've seen in a long time. Like on a rewatch, I completely for like I watched this as a kid, and I did like it, and I remember thinking it was funny and stuff. But like it's been a long time since I've watched it, and it did not go down well <laughs> at thirty two. And then like I'm looking back, imagine. and I'm just like, You're, why was this popular? It. It's yeah. so shit. <laughs> it's just not I, funny. That's funny, like, just in the snub genre, you know, I guess it's the teen sex comedy, but, like, just the snub genre of, like, pathetic guys just trying to get laid. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is a series of movies. And this is one of the, yeah, like, weaker ones, because that you forget that's even the point of the movie. You get so fucking distracted and crowded and other shit. But that just, I don't know why, that just reminded me of, do you ever watch that movie, it's Trojan, Trojan War? Oh, you, I think you were talking about that, like, uh I brought it recently, up for some yeah. But it was, it's we will we will Friedel Friedel yeah, Fred, yeah, you know, yeah Eric Eric fucking Matthew yeah, from Boy, from Boy Meets World, World and Batman Beyond and it's a movie yeah, it's one of those like movies he did where he like I think was trying to launch his career yeah he had a few my my date with the president's daughter yeah that uh, one he had that like he double hockey sticks or whatever or was that what it was <laughs> called it was something one. like that it was like he was a um it was a Faust tell but he like was a shitty or he was a devil. Yeah, he was a demon. <laughs> he was the demon. It was the Faust tale. And there was like, dude, to be honest, it it could have been Jack from Boy Meets World <laughs> playing a hockey player. I feel like I'm making this up. But Fucking like I'm just Ma- talking What's shite. his name? Lawrence? Yeah. I forget which Matthew Lawrence. Lawrence? Matthew Lawrence? He was just in the hot chick. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I've made this up, but I feel like <laughs> it's like a real film. You've made up a movie. You've done like the... Yeah, with the Kazam thing. <laughs> yeah, I've made up a movie. Yeah, but yeah, Sinbad that movie, was in Kazam. That movie, <laughs> it's it, 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 that like Trojan or Trojan War. I forget. Yeah, it the whole setup is him trying to get with Jennifer Love Hewitt, and the whole movie he's just looking for a condom, <laughs> and it's like exceedingly difficult. Like he cannot get one. I feel like I did see this back in the shit. day. Yeah. I remember it like just like watching it a few times as a kid. Can't tell you if it's really good, but <laughs> for some reason, dude, with my car reminded me of that. Yeah, just the the uh, like where that it's like 
stretches the believability. I mean, you know, the fucking movie doesn't jump off a cliff really quickly or jump the shark. But like, you know, at the beginning there, there's a funny little story about a couple of guys who just can't find their car and they like, you know, are trying to get laid. <laughs> and like, I feel like Jeffy and Chester could be a great donor duo. Yeah. But they are in not the best movie. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of agree with that. I think, to be honest, Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott, when I said they're not funny, they have their moments. There's like there, I I feel like Ashton Kutcher has funny moments, and Sean William Scott yeah. is very good at playing very sweet. Yeah, they they play that well. Which is, uh, I think, if you want a better, which one is he? Is he Chester? Sean William Scott. Yeah. If you want a better Chester. You should just go watch uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the episode Mac Day, where he plays Country Mac. Country Mac, yeah. Because I feel like he's, like, better, you know. (laughs) Like, doing the same character. Doing the same character, but better. Much better. Better written. You know, just a stoner who's just funny and just badass. And this is just, like, very weird. Um, I just got the weirdest... Really using WhatsApp messages. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a friend, like a friend who uh, I don't think I'm going to leave this in. Uh, <laughs> but a friend, a friend added me to a WhatsApp group called Trans Trans Conversion Therapy, and I was like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jonathan? What? What are you trying to say to me right now?" But it actually turns out that they are going to a um like a, a protest oh, about okay. banning trans conversion therapy oh then that's very mis- and i'm like okay cool <laughs> that's that's a good thing to do that makes sense but like to just call the group trans conversion <laughs> therapy i'm like whoa there buckaroo <laughs> yeah whoa whoa there maybe we call it something else maybe we go Meet up. <laughs> this, is, this is where we are. And this is this movie where it's like... Yeah. I mean, actually, it fits. It, there is a transgender character in this film. Yeah, but... And like, it's played very weird. It played weird. It played like fucking Chandler's dad. Yeah. Where it's like... I don't really understand who the, like, who the character is. And also, like, the joke is just everybody being grossed out. Yeah by this thing and it get very hot chick where he like throws up and it's just it's so unnecessary I mean it's like and it's a joke that doesn't go anywhere it's a like, joke and that th- they did in fucking Ace Ventura in the early 90s and they're still yeah, doing and it how, in 2000 how good it, yeah fucking and how good to, well did that go down yeah I mean it's just a bulge in the panties like cool oh <laughs> like oh dude you're a dude yeah and so, I, I didn't get what they were doing with the voice as well like at times it was like this gruff man's voice and then and then it was a woman's voice but it was clearly a woman was playing the character yeah. but then it was like the boyfriend at the end yeah what, what are we doing that was uh that was a very like it reminded me of um what was that fucking movie called? <laughs> it was, I think it, it was like you a. You said that so passionately. <laughs> it was, I, I feel like it, I, was it Pat? Is it just called Pat? It's one of those SNL movies. Um, Don't know it. it. Or is it called It's Pat? It's Pat. It's Pat's movie. Yeah, It's Pat. Uh, 
and it is a weird it's a weird SNL character called Pat who is played by Julia Sweeney who is a I don't know androgynous sort of character where it's meant to be a man but it's a woman playing the man but no one knows if it's a man or a woman okay and then there's a girlfriend or a partner that like looks more like a woman but it's played by a guy and they're also very androgynous and the same joke gets done about that as well and it's very just fucking nine it's early it's like you know 94 i mean it's just like a fucking bizarre we we have one joke and we're gonna run into the ground we're very uncomfortable yeah and it's very it is very uncomfortable (laughs) and again it's one of those things like in this movie i mean you take that out and you take a few of the other things now (laughs) you know you know the 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 blind groping you know there's a lot all that if you pull the bits away i think there's something really like that could be funny and weird and sweet mm. again what i meant about like the character feeling above it it's like chester at the end like smiling about it and they're like questioning about how like how they're supposed to feel about it and it's like but go with that version of the character you know what i mean where they're like not just being sort of offensive and shitty but like they don't they don't care because they're stoners. Two Why sec- would they? Yeah, care? two seconds ago they were making out just to like pimp, like to, prove, to a prove a point against someone in a car, like against Fabio, against yeah. Fabio, and it's like. <laughs> why? Why now? Like, why would they do that? But then they're grossed out by a transsexual stripper and her also transsexual partner. I don't know. And it's just bizarre. It's bizarre. It's like, what, who are these jokes for? I don't get it. Yeah, because there's like the scene I like, uh, like the bit with the French guy, I don't think it's like, I think it's there's not much f- offensive it's about it. It's just weird. No, it, I think but it's, it's funny. weirdly funny. It's weird, yeah. like in a way that you like people who find, you know, other bits of the movie funny might not find that scene funny like they're just there's like a different move like each section yeah. is like a different movie like the frat guy showing up and you're like fucking it's like weird back to the future knockoff thing yeah and then you've got the cult that's very bubble boy and like you, you got the yeah the girlfriend story it just it all feels like a different movie happening at once yeah, and yeah like you said every scene the sort of tone sort of shifts and you don't know which one you're going to get, right? Gonna, <laughs> yeah. you, you don't know. And if this, oh, this might be a good one, or this might just be really weird and uncomfortable again. And you're sort of waiting for the next bit. I think, you know, I think it is like meant to be for stoners because it is so stupid and all over the place, but there are better stoner films, you know, like, yeah, so I don't, you can be I a smart stoner. Yeah, film, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we talked about. Like one of the fucking weirdest smart stoner films that just like is too hard to even understand what's going on. So yeah. Danny Darko. <laughs> I was talking about inherent vice, but yeah. yeah. Um yeah, dude, I I don't know, man. I was hoping it was gonna be at least like slightly palatable, but like I just wasn't digging this film. I thought my nostalgia would be stronger for yeah. it. I did re- like and I was surprised how much I remembered. Um but yeah, it's not like even because I was a big fan of Ashton Kutcher, Punked, that 70s yeah. show, and Sean William Scott had American Pie and a, a bunch of other cool shit. Um but yeah, just like even that thing, those two together and 
all the random fucking cameos in the movie. It didn't like, I wouldn't recommend you watch. It. Yeah. I, I don't even think like being high, I would have enjoyed it. Yeah. I had fun with some scenes and the throwback, yeah. but yeah, it, expecting more from it, but I had clearly blocked out a lot of the more <laughs> problematic yeah. shit. Yeah. Cause I guess I didn't realize that it's weird as a kid, which is yeah. bad. But like now it's like, oh fuck, this real why did they do that? Yeah. It's just I don't no understand. Yeah, it's 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 harshing my buns, if anything. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean there's like there's stuff like about like Ash and Kutcher and stuff, you know, like punked, yeah, that's funny and mm. of a time and stuff. And it actually just to try to get hyped for this to talk to you, like when I was waiting for you um before we uh, got on Skype together. I was just like, mm. oh, like I'll just watch a couple of punk things. I watched mm. Triple H on Punked. That was kind of funny. Um, oh yeah, man. It was like, yeah. uh, and then of course that like led me to one of our all-time favorite things to talk about. It was like, what happened? Why doesn't Hollywood hire Zach Graff anymore? <laughs> yeah, and that was why. <laughs> and then punked him. Said, well, he beat he up a beat up a little girl? kid. <laughs> so they cut the version of he he was like like a few years ago on Graham Norton talking about this shit and like he was talking about it and it's just bizarre because like he's laughing about it and it's just like he beat up a little kid he (laughs) was punching the kid and he's like laughing because MTV's he's like yeah I guess MTV they cut out those scenes because they don't want to like show you anyone beating up a little kid but but like he was literally beating this kid up (laughs) and like he he said he looked down and he realized how young he was so he stopped but it's just like dude what you were you punching saying, this kid, so they edited this movie that would have been better with Mac Brown. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the film actually could have been better. Um, <laughs> I'll quickly, I feel like we've talked enough about this. I'll quickly go through the very little bit of notes that I had. Sure, um, let's do it. But like, yeah. So obviously, the film's title is like based off of the Big Lebowski again, a better stoner comedy. Um, because there's you know his car gets stolen and it's like, dude, where, where's your car? Yeah, like yeah. is said in that fucking film. Jason Reitman, son of men, um, he turned <laughs> down. <laughs> let leave that in the ether. That's coming up. Son soon. of man, Jason son Reitman. of man, uh, Jason Reitman. If you, like, if you think we're just really high right now, I'm not high at all, and that's going to make so much sense in a few weeks. Oh, son you have no of idea, man. Um. <laughs> He turned down the opportunity to make this his directorial debut. Not once, good, good choice. but twice. Twice <laughs> he said no. They're like, you sure that you sure you want to direct this? <laughs> they also tried to get Hal Hartley to do it, and he said no. Um, <laughs> and he went on to do better things. All right, so Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott, obviously they're in their own varying degrees of like that 70s show and the American Pie film, so... I can see, I mean, I get why this was a hit, I guess, because there was a lot of buzz with those two characters, those two guys. And like, mm. uh, it, I, I guess it was probably heavily featured on MTV and all that sort of stuff as well. Like, wasn't it MTV, MTV soundtrack, films? man? No, it wasn't an MTV film, but like, it was probably pushed heavily mm. down people's throats. Um, I saw it, so I guess it was. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Seth Rogen and Jake Gyllenhaal both auditioned for the lead roles. Oh shit! And then Bubble the next Boy year they would go and do Donnie Darko. 
Wow. Both of yeah, them in a much in better our, film. You know, yeah, and they were both in a better film. Yeah, Seth Rogen would have been interesting. Would have been killed. Yeah, we're gonna get into like next week, dude. We're gonna be talking about some stuff that had Seth Rogen in it, like a little bit, because some of the characters or the people involved in next week's film, uh, which is a mm. m- much better film than this. Um, so just leaving that out there because Phil hadn't watched it yet, and uh, mm. like. I was glad to like, I was so much glad, like uh, happier with the outcome of having to go back in time (laughs) to a very similar time yeah, to watch something that I was like, assuming was going to be probably bad, especially after this piece of shit that we watched. I'm glad. Yeah. Cause I, I remember that movie being good too. And I haven't rewatched it yet, but yeah. But yeah, Seth Rogen, that would have been interesting, interesting time. Early two thousand. Sure. So it would have been. What do you think? It would have been Jake Gyllenhaal and Jesse and Seth Rogen and Chester, or the yeah, other maybe. One? I'm not sure. They both went for it. Jake Gyllenhaal really wanted it. I think. Um, I think he. He would have fucking smashed it. <laughs> I read that like he didn't, he didn't get it. Continuum trend. What? I think it was like he wanted to do a lisp. I feel like we've talked about that before as well, so I could be misremembering. He did on doing it with a Jamaican accent. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. I'll show you the way. <laughs> oh man, the fucking what is it? Nigerian. Uh, v no V no VR chat. Yeah, Ugandan. Ugandan. Huh? The Ugandan. Ugandan knuckle. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking Mandalorian. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> You'll never watch Mandalorian the same again. You just sit no, there fucking watch a Mandalorian and someone goes, this is the way. And you just start thinking about VR chat. Fucking Uganda Knuckles comes up. I'll show you the way. Where's the way? Do you know the way? I'll show you. <laughs> fucking. That way. messed up my whole experience, guys. Um, God or damn. made it better. It made it better, to be honest. Hmm. Did you know Sean William Scott thought this film was going to be up for big awards? He was like, "Oh, like it's going to win fucking Oscar." Are you joking? They, I think he literally thought this was going to win an Oscar. <laughs> it might win an MTV award. Yeah, best kiss. Best kiss. Probably. <laughs> it probably did. I didn't even look yeah. up what awards it did when. Um, let's see. Razzies, maybe. Maybe some Razzies. Uh, okay, so it's not on. It's not on Wikipedia. Let's go into IMDb. Dude Wears no My Car. Awards. Six nominations. So it didn't even win Best Kiss if it was even up for it. Um, MTV Movies Movie Awards. Uh, break Breakthrough Male Performance. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Choice Chemistry for Teen Choice Awards. Ashton Kutcher and Sean Williams got They nominated. They didn't win anything. This film's Aww. like, why would it win anything? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, dude, best original screenplay. Butterfly Effect was way better. Way yeah, that's better. Not saying much, dude. Though. But like, it, like t- I'm not even like lying. I'm not even lying here. I had so much more fun watching that film than watching this. God, that movie was fucking awful. Though. Yeah, but it was fun. <laughs> it, yeah, it was. It fun. was fun. You were laughing your ass off in that episode and how yeah, like man. he had no arms just, him, and stuff. Him <laughs> blowing up his hands with like I lost it. I was like, I can't believe so what I was watching. Because it's and then so shit. I got the, and then I got the bad ending. I yeah. got the dark ending, which is just like ruined my life. Yeah. Dude, like I I I guess, I just like yeah. I 
<laughs> he hung himself. He strangled himself in the womb. Like it's so stupid that movie, and it's funny. Like this just was. This was just like bad, and it was just not. Stupid. It wasn't trying to be profound. I think if they mm. were trying to say something else here and it just didn't hit, it might've been funny, but it's just mm. like, they obviously weren't, they were just going for what we got and it was just shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I mean the twins. Like, oh yeah. Could, do we Jennifer, talk about Garner? Jennifer Garner. Yeah. This what? is before 13 going on 30. Yeah. Right? She barely before had alias as well. Yeah. yeah. The twins, like Marla Sokoloff is, is the other one. She was in things like I want to say like uh, Full House and stuff is like one of the girl like one of the daughter's friends or something, and she was in a lot of episodes. Um, but she uh, the the two twins they're put like that's one of the worst things about this film. And Julia brought it up, and I totally agree. Is that they're just played as the bitch girlfriends, you know? Like yeah, there's nothing more to them. Yeah, and then they and then they become the damsel in distress. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. their boobs fucking then they grow their boobs it's like fuck this is like totally written by the dumbest guy in the world i i for some reason it reminded me of just the beginning of 500 days of summer yeah (laughs) that's what it felt like it felt like it felt like you know mid-2000 tna like it hated women yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah how's that for fucking wrestling reference yes yes uh christy swanson's in this film I forgot she was Christy Boner. That was Christy her name. Boner. That's the best they could think of. Yeah, and uh, and they both again just fucking grope her. Yeah, and I can't. Chester doesn't it like unwarranted. Yeah, like, he's just like yeah, me too. I can't like even enjoy Christy Swanson anymore because she's crazy. She's just like a oh, crazy, crazy? Trumper person now. So it's like uh, a part of the '90s, uh, you know. The crew of like 80s and 90s people that like you used to like when you were a kid turned into dick. just turned into a dumbass. Uh, <laughs> Charlie O'Connell, the lesser O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell's less talented brother. Yeah, I was watching it, I was like, <laughs> it's not Jerry O'Connell. I think it looked like him, but I don't think it is. Yeah. Don't abash your time. It's so lame. It's so, so lame. lame. Nothing Painful. funny about it at all. And he's not even a good actor at all. It's just like, just shit. It almost they almost come back around and become funny again, but yeah, it's just struggle. It doesn't quite struggles. get there. House Sparks is Zoltan. 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 And I forgot the Gel the Snell, Mary Lynn uh, Rasku. Yeah, another one. And also, dude, also in a better movie with Puddin. Just saying. That's true. I wanted to. I wanted to bring up though, because I'm hoping this theme still tickled you. You still liked it because we quoted it then. But the, oh, Rick. <laughs> you love Rick, right? Yeah. Come on. You got to love that scene. Who's the goof? Yeah. Me? Yeah, Rick is funny. Did you did you want it your car back or did you want it impounded? <laughs> yeah, so I, I oh, God, I, I feel the wrong form and I accidentally had your car impounded. <laughs> oh, he, he's such a joker. Sorry, I just did that whole scene. That bit it, Fucking yeah, funny. Yeah, that man. scene was still funny. I forgot and about that. guy, yeah. but it's only because of that guy. Yeah. Who played I that guy? I just learned his name and I forgot yeah. it now. Okay, he looked like Shooter McGavin. Yeah, there's like, like a few dude. just like really dumb characters, like just people like that are part of the Zoltan crew. Like 
that you see oh, in Jeff? things a lot as well. Jeff is funny. Jeff was funny, yeah. But anyway, how <laughs> uh, Sparks is Zoltan. He's like he's funny, and I. I just like this is stuff that I like. This is a Mr. Baseball. Mr. Baseball. The Mr. Baseball. For you. In 2012, the Pittsburgh Pirates baseball team oh. uh, adapted the <laughs> Zoltan hand symbol for no, celebratory purposes. Why? Because they watched the film in the visiting clubhouse in Atlanta during a weekend series against my Atlanta Braves. Uh, so it started in Atlanta as well. And it became a big thing for them. And it was a part of like the Pirates that year having a really big year where they they finally ended their record-breaking tally of 20 losing seasons in a row. So where they had like a losing record for uh, 20 years. And they finally came out of it because they just got hyped up and the Zoltan thing just took off. And that became like their big thing. Even to a point where Hal looked- Sparks attended a game to throw out the first pitch. And it was just Aww. like a whole Zoltan. <laughs> wow, you're right, man. This yeah. movie is way more popular than we're giving it credit for. Yeah. But like I even thinking in 2012, if I watched this shit, I would have been like, this I don't know, maybe not. Maybe not. That was like 10 years ago, dude. Like <laughs> it's hard. Ten years ago. Ten years Dark ago. Night came out ten years ago. I was twenty-two. I probably might have thought this was I don't actually I don't think I would I was think 18, it was funny. I'm trying to think. And I probably would I still think thought I it was funny. funny. I don't know. Uh, I would definitely still think it was funny at 18. Not an idiot. Brent, Brent Spiner, Data from Star Trek Next Generation. Just, Kira, the ostrich farmer. Just again, one of the best scenes. Him doing a just tremendously like Malkovich like level bad act. Yeah. So fucking funny. Again, so weird. But just, just, I love, I just, I could listen to that dude do his fucking French character all day. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, I I actually thought that whole scene you actually pass. was funny. I thought it was very funny, and um, apparently he was like uncredited in the film. No, and then in 2012 he told the AV Club. It's all coming back in 2012, I guess. Um, he, Ten year anniversary. He was uh, no, it was 12th oh, year. We're like yeah. again. We think this is an anniversary year, and it's not. Um, but yeah, he he. Uh, he he thought it was an arrogant move, which he now regretted. Uh, he said, "I think, honestly, believe it or not, that Do Wears My Car in a way represents its time better than almost any film made around that time." No, it doesn't. <laughs> well, actually, maybe it does. We were all fucking stupid in the year two thousand, but yeah. like, it's not a good movie, so I wouldn't feel bad about not having my name in the credits because it sucked. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But his but role he is the best good. thing about that movie. Yeah. yeah, and then Andy Dick is Mark the freak in the cage. Like, don't hold me. Definitely funny. I forgot <laughs> yeah. that Andy Dick was even in that film. Freakinacage.com was a real thing as well. <laughs> in the wake of the film's release, it would take you to a just a disheveled prisoner in a cage if you went to that website. Was it real? Yeah. Now, if you go no. to freakinacage.com, uh. Sorry, message me, okay? Freakincage.com. Freakincage.com is now on sale for $1,595. So, Do you want to go split these on it? <laughs> Get high like, and just waste your Dude, we should buy it. it. I don't have any money, but let's do it. 
Yeah. But let's buy it now just before we even like think about it. Let's just buy it now. You you pay for it. I'll send you the money. I'm good for I'm it. I'm good for and it. And we'll and we'll just have it reroute back to the breadcrumb collect. Yeah, a website that no one goes to. I think it, no. Yeah. I mean, I would have just googled it now if you didn't. Yeah. I bet that happened at least once a day. Well, there's someone's once a day, like, someone's like, freaking cage.com. Yeah. They turn <laughs> into like, that oh, kind of real porn thing. or something. They're know? like, oh, wait, look at this like, library of hilarious podcasts. <laughs> it's, you, it's just you burning, you're just giving away free money. Yeah, this is free money. <laughs> Someone buy us that domain. <laughs> yeah, that's the next uh, Patreon. We'll give you two film request <laughs> yeah the next patreon like thing is just like buy us freaking a cage.com we should do like a fundraiser <laughs> we should do like a pbs style like like uh like would like a we'll do a live stream and we'll do like bits and have performers on and we'll go like let's go let's go to the phone and <laughs> like they're like, yes, I'd like to donate ten dollars to freakingcage.com, and it's the moment it goes up and up and up. <laughs> it's like, ma'am, why would you like to buy freakingcage.com for us? Well, you know, the year two thousand, it was just a great year for good stoner comedies and movies from MTV. You know, I really like you know movies where people get hit in the nuts and stuff, and you know, dogs smoking bowls and stuff. You know, it's really funny to me, and I think that you guys should really enjoy it. Freaking cage.com. And you enjoy it. I just really like the calls. It's like, okay. Okay. And then someone else called. Someone else called. And they're like, hello. Like, oh, Mr. Spiner. And he'd like to donate $10. And they're like, oh, why do you want to donate? And he's like, you know, actually, that film represents time, you know, more than any other film. (laughs) But at the end, when we reach our goal, there's like been a, like a, like a, there's been like a little box in the middle of the stage with like a red, curtain around it and then we pull the curtain and it's a freaking cage. <laughs> it's just like this the grand finale who'd, who'd been like starving the whole time because the fundraiser had obviously taken days and we're like now he can eat and we let him out of the cage <laughs> or we don't or we put a webcam on yeah. him and we immediately start the like never ending stream to freaking a cage. It's, it's just gonna be Will <laughs> for <laughs> torturing us with those goddamn Ewok movies. <laughs> oh, that was a good Patreon plug. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash the PCC podcast. Yeah, it's only for, for how much is it going for? Uh, one thousand five hundred and ninety-five dollars. So case. for one thousand five hundred and ninety-five dollars a month, you can get your podcast two days early. <laughs> we'll put you in a cage. <laughs> we'll give you a name drop in the episode, obviously, <laughs> but you get to actually be in the cage <laughs> by joining uh, the Patreon. You agree to be subjugated to. <laughs> The practice to appear on this show. I, I'm even gonna say I, I didn't. I barely liked the soundtrack to this film. Oh man, no nostalgic again. Like fucking, like I said, Good Charlotte. Yeah, but I hated Good Charlotte, so I never move. liked Good Charlotte, so I didn't care. Uh, I had a faith, and it was. I, I was listening back to the soundtrack, and it was like Bust a Move is always kind of funny, but I feel like it's mm. in every 
film in the weird yeah. 90s to 2000s period. So it's like I've heard it enough. Uh, and by this point, this would have been like, you know, after it's been done a billion times before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, there's like a there's a Sum 41 song and I know Sum 41 sucks as well, but I can get <gasps> on board with yeah. a few Sum 41 songs. But this one was yeah. kind of a boring one. It was what I believe. I didn't even remember it. Yeah. It wasn't In Too Deep, no. Yeah, In Too Deep's that. fun. <laughs> Fat yeah. Lips fun. Yeah. But yeah, like it was a boring boring song. Uh, there was Little Things by Good Charlotte. Yeah. Um, Again, not one of their best. Like a weird 2000s Smash Mouth song. So like, come on, come on. Like Before All Star. It's It sounds like Smash Mouth. I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's whatever. Not, what are you going to say, man? Like I know two Smash Mouth songs. One is like just... An iconic meme at the point. Yeah, and then the other is kind of cool. No, the other one I'm thinking of, it, it's catchy, but it's also a bit rapey. <laughs> I'm not listening every, to lyrics. Every, every word is no. Every word means no. That's the other song Ooh. I'm thinking of. Uh, I think I was... It was on Friends. It was on Friends. I was thinking yeah, of... I um, my is where I suck up the sun. <laughs> you know that one? think so um, i don't know it's something about the sun soak up is the they're sun. playing if they're playing right now <laughs> soak up the sun i don't know uh something like that i i feel like that one's a kind of a fun one oh I'll, I'll i said hell <laughs> what what i was um, expecting fever for the flavor to drop at any moment yeah it didn't i would have made it better to be honest that's a great yeah. song I, no, there's just a lot of like this music that I just didn't care about. Like so, like stupid ass, uh, and we love you by Grand Theft Audio, Playmate of the Year by Zebrahead, Lighting Zebrahead. the Way Holy by shit. Super Drag. It's a, it's very like, like um, two thousand pop, two thousands pop. Well, like some of it was just like that weird, uh, like just, oh, God, it was almost like the worst bits of. Um, the Bloodhound Gang, you know, like, because uh, Bloodhound Gang had a few like badass rock songs, yeah, and then yeah, they had sure. a few, they were punk a few like songs that were just like, you know, a fucking DJ like scratching record. It's like, it's like yeah. that, that new metal thing. Like that's what this soundtrack sounds like. It's all that <laughs> bullshit. Like there's just, it's made in a fucking like like studio and there's nothing real about it and it's just like mm. dumb record scratching sounds and just like it's basically like the epitome of this film like two guys just farting for 84 minutes and it feels like two hours enough <laughs> <laughs> they dude in between yeah it, this film was released in december 2000 where it opened at number two behind what women want actually i like that film <laughs> <laughs> I really, I've never seen it. What women I think, want too, I think I've missed the band. I think I've missed the band, the train on that. Yeah, you know, Mel Gibson. Yeah, I'm not sure we'll ever talk about that, uh, especially because post Mel Gibson's like racial like freak out <laughs> tirade. Because um, yeah. fuck that. But like, what women want? I just remember thinking it was pretty funny. Like it's kind of a funny it, movie. It pr- pretty ironic like not ironic it would it almost work like what women want (laughs) that's what they want (laughs) what women want what they don't want what they don't want (laughs) what women want and what they absolutely want nothing to do with (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh God! It grossed forty-six million dollars in the U.S. and seventy-three point two million dollars worldwide against a thirteen million dollar budget. Bad. Yeah. What? Not bad. That's insane. And then how, <laughs> how did how did last week's film, or sorry, the week before last, uh, Empire Records, like Bomb. gross so less fucking hard, gross less than four hundred thousand dollars. I know that really it still bothers me for like a ten million dollar budget. And this film grossed seventy three point two million on a thirteen million dollar budget. And, and I'm still thinking about Empire Records. Yeah, I've this, forgotten about Dude with My Car. This film sucks. I don't get it. <laughs> it didn't do like sorry. It did well with the audiences, but critics didn't really like it. The BBC Films get, uh, review gave it one one star, calling it a, a lame brained travesty and intense. And intensely irritating and <laughs> it's quite annoying. Kutcher and Scott's routines painfully unamusing. Yeah, dude. It, like as an adult, like literally, I didn't think a lot of the and then and then I didn't think the tattoo st- stuff was funny. Like it was just oh. it's the thing I'll go back to. Like the other thing I think that shines now. I think the the Kutcher and William Scott are very good in this. I think they are funny. All those scenes, it's like the bit isn't funny, but like Ashton Kutcher freaking out and beating up a speaking box, it's so funny to me because it's so genuine. Like it looks so fucking, he looks so angry. And same with the dude, sweet. They play it so well. Like they, the range of emotion and that and that bit and like the constant, like the different variations of it. Like when he just says sweet, what about mine I'm done like I'm already (laughs) laughing and then they just start like fucking going at each other fighting it's just those two it's not the bit it's not like oh that was really well well written scene it's just they make me funny I think they make me funny they make me funny they make me so funny I would do that funny funny in so much (laughs) 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 can that be the new tagline for breadcrumbs i've lost phil (laughs) they make me funny (laughs) freakinthecage.com they make me funny (laughs) it may be funny long time (laughs) they make they make they make me laugh so i kind of agree with that yeah go on continue (laughs) USA Today said any civilization that can produce a movie that uh, this stupid probably deserves to be hit with famine and pestilence. <laughs> Welcome to 2020. Oh, wow. <laughs> 20 years later, the me? world was like, all right. Gonna finally get back on these fucking humans for this dude wears car- my car film. <laughs> U.S. Oh Today looking back on that on that review, just like, oh damn, dude, that was, that was really <laughs> fucking mean. That was religious, dude. You know, have to fucking you know how much you have to hate something to get biblical on it. Uh, the Chicago Tribune said at the end of '83, unmerciful. <laughs> 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 this is literally how it felt, though. It's so funny. I feel like I. Eighty-three unmerciful minutes. <laughs> Audiences will be exclaiming, "Dude, I can't believe Should I be? sat through that movie." <laughs> and the New York Post said that it was 
an almost chuckle-free mess, so amateurish and lame that the cast often has that embarrassed look you see on dogs given ridiculous haircuts. <laughs> These are so mean. Yeah. This is up there with, I think, the coldest review I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I, f- I think it was, it might have been the hot chick, it was a recent one, but it was like, well, it's mostly <laughs> Yeah, those hot chick Richard Ropers. Like it's it's in mean? color and it's mostly in focus. It's one of the coldest cuts I've ever heard of like a critic say. And uh, this is almost up there with yeah. that. However, the New York Daily News did praise the surprisingly sweet natured pairing of Kutcher and Scott. So mm. There's been hints over the years of them doing a sequel called Seriously Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> oh man, just call it Dude with My Car again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's now they better. would. They would yeah. do that now. It's like, why not? They do that all the time. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Dude with My Car, Dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, two, but it's Dude. Uh, do Where's My Car, Dude. <laughs> where, where, dude, Where's My Car, Part, Dude. <laughs> <laughs> if I did <laughs> uh, there's uh, yeah I don't know both Ashton Kutcher and Shaw William Scott said that they would both be up for it but I gotta say I, I'm gonna have old, to that'd be sad. I got a hard path it's not working for me it's been fun I'm good you keep your money I appreciate your time <laughs> you've done enough <laughs> You've made it not enough. <laughs> How much more damage can we withstand as a society? You saw what happened in 2020. You We're still not over it. And you just gotta come and give us more famine and pestilence. I'm done, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> I know you've you've you're meant to be very smart, but this is dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> Do not do this. Please just make another <laughs> butterfly effect. <laughs> what happened? Th- yeah. Oh my God. We God. need to know. Do you get your hands back? <laughs> Dude, you know what? You could do both. <laughs> Dude, where's my butterfly effect? <laughs> and you have to get find his car because the car has to journal. <laughs> the car has the journal he has to read from to travel back <laughs> Or we change it so he'd like, he has to be driving to travel back in time. He could only go, he just black out, he always had blackouts when he's driving. He's just, no wonder he loses the fucking car. He just, he just wakes up in a fucking pile up. It's just fucking like. Rolling down a hill. It's final destination as well. It's just like fucking logs that's hit him in the fucking face. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! Oh, okay. Oh man. Next week, guys. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed part one of our Ashton picture season. <laughs> Join us next week. We'll have a much better movie from a relatively similar time, and it features stoners and stuff. It's just better. In a better soundtrack. A better soundtrack. (laughs) Oh, don't even get me started. There's a great soundtrack next week. Um, (laughs) This is like a very flat ending. (laughs) 
No, man. Just hit right us up at that Patreon. Patreon.com domain. Forward slash the PCC podcast. Get us freakinacage.com. $1,595. You guys can do it. Not freaking a leash. You could do it together. Like, if you guys, you know, I know we have like all the. You could do fun runs. You could do fun runs. You can create like a, you know, a fundraising campaign behind this endeavor that we're trying to do, freakinacage.com. But, um, you know, if, if you're going to go and do that, like, uh, cool. That's cool. But if one person wants to be a hero, you know. <laughs> Will? You know, I'm Will? just saying. Like, now the time to redeem yourself. You know, you're living, like, a lot of you guys might live in London and, you know, just realize It'd all that money cheaper. you're saving It'd... and stuff to live here, you're never going to buy a house. So you may as well just, like, you know, just buy us, just buy buy us a, kind a fucking of domain. You know, and in- give buy us an internet house. Buy a freak a cage. <laughs> buy. Can <it. laughs> what what the freak gotta do to get a cage around here? <laughs> uh, but yeah, patreoncom forward slash the PCC podcast. <laughs> Don't say mental art. You know, we're just trying to make the world a better place. Freakingcage.com. Libera. This podcast is presented by the Breadcrumbs Collective, home of the Pod Charles Cinecast, Caged In Coppola Connections, A Droop Town Limery, Maine, Franchised, and many more to come. Our shows are all presented ad-free and made possible by listeners like you. Please support our shows by subscribing, leaving ratings and reviews, and becoming patrons at patreon.com. If you'd like to learn more about Breadcrumbs, head over to breadcrumbscollective.com. Breadcrumbs. It's more than a podcast network. It's family.